Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is going on, my good people? Yes, welcome back to Fantasy Football Scout. I am Jay London, aka FPL of the day, and we are back with another knee-jerk, little knee-jerk video to make sure that you guys are well-equipped, you're well-prepared for game week 36. So yeah, I'm going to have a look at all the teams, all the games, um, and all the results, and then talk about some of the players that we should be maybe targeting and some of the players that we might want to avoid as well because it's not just about bringing people in we need to be getting some people out as well there's only like what three game weeks left now people come on um a little caveat this week <laughs> i have just returned from manchester you might be able to hear in my voice those of you that have been watching these videos regularly or if you're a fan of my own youtube channel fpl of the day then you'll know that i'm very i'm usually quite loud and full of life I am not that full of life today because I've just come back from Manchester on a stack weekend and it was a pretty heavy one. So yeah, please bear with me. We're going to go through these together and hopefully I might, have to, I might have to try and get some water halfway through. But anyway, let's just first of all start with the fixtures. I'm going to spend too long looking at this because as I say, I'm going to go through each each fixture individually and we're going to talk about each game. So let's just dive straight in. Let's go straight in. With the first fixture of this video, which is, of course, Liverpool and Newcastle. So, loads of Liverpool fans would have been watching this one with the hope that they could actually score a goal against Newcastle. Because Newcastle, of late, have been pretty good. Their defence, I think someone was saying to me that they've got one of the best defences. Those of you that love your stats and your facts and your figures have probably checked this already on the Fantasy Football Scout website. So, you, you probably already know about Newcastle's defence. But... They've been pretty good over the last few games and this season. I mean, loads of people went for Debrafka and it makes sense because, yeah, he's looked he's looked really, really good. And as as have Newcastle's defence. But, of course, they was playing one of the best attacks in the league. And that is, of course, Liverpool. No Mo Salah, no Trent Alexander-Arnold. So, yeah, a lot of pain there for those of us that own Salah and Trent. But... Yeah, that does pretty much mean that we can expect them to be fighting fit and playing for the rest of the season. Now, they're not going to need much more rest than that now, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, Keita was the one that got the goal. It was nice to see Jota playing again. He, of, he of course, started, got the assist. Uh, Mane had a really good chance that he missed. But of course, if we're talking about Liverpool players, Mo Salah's probably top of the list still. I still do prefer Robertson over Trent. And yeah, I just... It just keeps on proving right every time, every week. Um, when things like this happen as well and Trent gets rested, um, then obviously, of course, 
Robertson has more time to shine too. But I just feel like, yeah, for the end of the season and his price, it can go either way. And I don't think there's much between the two of them. So if you're struggling to get just one of them in still at this point, and you're thinking about, hmm, what Liverpool player should I have in there? Or what Liverpool defender should I have in there? I would probably favour Robertson. Um, of course, Diaz is the differential for Liverpool there. Um, but yeah, Mo Salah is still going to be the person that w that we all want in our team. So yeah, not much else to really report. I'm staying clear of Newcastle because those fixtures for the end of the season just look horrific. They look horrible. Who they got next? Are like Man City or something like that. So yeah, staying well clear of Newcastle players. I would suggest you do the same. And yeah, if we're talking about Liverpool players, then we're going to be saying the likes of Salah is still top of the list. Robertson's probably next. And then if you want a cheeky little punt, then of course... Diaz could be the guy to go to. Shall we move on to the next fixture? Let's move on to the next fixture. And let's look at these boys right here who now have nothing to play for. Both of these teams, Aston Villa and Norwich. Of course, Norwich um, were fighting, fighting for their lives. And it looks like they've lost the battle now. Um, but Aston Villa have actually managed to score some goals. Can you believe it? 2-0 to Aston Villa, which means that they've obviously kept a clean sheet. Um, everybody that brought in Matty Cash is obviously laughing now because, yeah, they've got him now for the double-double and he's already started. He's made a great start now with that clean sheet against Norwich. So, yeah, if you're looking for a nice defender around the 5 million price point, I'd be looking at Matty Cash. Even though Villa don't really have much to play for now and a lot of people are saying that they're going to be on the beach, but I really did like the look of Ollie Watkins and... Danny Ings as well. Danny Ings had a really, really good game. And Watkins' goal, I don't know if you've managed to catch the game or you catch the highlights or anything, but that's what I'm here for. Um, but yeah, Watkins' goal, he took it really, really well. You see, he pretty much bullied the Norwich defence, which, in all fairness, and sorry if you're a Norwich fan, isn't that hard uh, <laughs> to be bullying the Norwich defence. But yeah, I, I do like the look of, uh, of Watkins. It looks like he wants to end the season on a high and he wants to score some goals. He's actually in my own team which I will talk about at the end of the video. Um, and he's probably going to stay put because, yeah, the double-double is coming up. Even though Villa don't have much to play for, um, I feel like a lot of their players are still going to want to make a mark, right? And they're still going to want to show what they can do and have a good end to the season. So, yeah, Watkins is in there. Coutinho, oh, I don't know. I was really, really hot on Coutinho in the last week or so, or the last couple of weeks, if you guys are a fan of my YouTube channel, then you would have seen that my last transfer video, I heavily spoke about Coutinho. But I don't know. I don't know. Just the way that there's so many midfielders now to choose from, I wouldn't be rushing to bring him in. Although I do feel like Philippe Coutinho can still do a lot of damage. But now that Everton are fighting for that for that safety, um, which we'll talk about in a little bit, I'm, I'd be more inclined to bring in someone like a Gordon and a Richardson and maybe you know spread the cash around rather than spend all of that on someone like Philippe Coutinho. Um, there are, of course, as I say, other midfielders that we could be eyeing up as well. So, yeah, if, if you've already got him in your team, then I feel like he could be a nice maybe differential because I don't think many people are going to be going for him now on the back of those results. But would I be rushing to bring in Philippe Coutinho now? If I'm being honest, probably not. Maybe I might just stick with someone like Ramsey who's nice and cheap and cheerful and then spread that money somewhere else and, you know, upgrade a cheap, a cheap forward to someone like 
someone like Watkins or Danny Ings. So yeah, those are the guys that I'd probably be looking at and Matty Cash. Um, I'm staying well clear now of Norwich. Pookie, of course, does have a double game week in 36, which maybe I should have mentioned at the start of the, the, start of the video as well. It is, of course, a huge double game week in 36, which we're all really obviously excited about. Loads of people that are going to be um, pressing that bench boost button as well are going to be laughing because, yeah, um, currently you want to be trying to target like 15 double game week players and Pookie was going to be one of them for me. Um, so, of course, a lot of these players that we're talking about throughout the video, we're going to be keeping in mind that a lot of people may be, pe may be playing their bench boost in 36. Some of you I know might be playing your free hit as well. So, yeah, I'd probably stay away from Pookie now just because he hasn't got as much to play for. Um, but if you still do need a cheap striker, I do like the look of Norwich's next fixtures. Um, so yeah, you could bring him in if you wanted someone around that price point. But yeah, they're, they're, there's going to be players ahead of him now. Um, even people like we've just spoken about with Watkins um, isn't too far off the Pookie price. Um, and then you've got other strikers like Richarlison, who I'm going to be really keen on. And Ketia um, is a nice cheap differential now as well. So yeah, we'll get to him in just a bit. So, yeah, from that fixture, if we're talking about knee jerky-jerky, the only ones that I'd be pretty much looking at are Cash, Watkins, um, maybe Ramsey at a little bit of a snip. Um, Ollie Watkins, Danny Ings, Ramsey potentially, and maybe Coutinho potentially, um, if you haven't got like another midfield spot that you'd rather fulfil a little bit sooner, if that makes sense. Hopefully that makes sense. Let's move on to the next fixture now, which is going to be Southampton against Crystal Palace and the cheeky, the cheeky little guy, Wilfred Zaha, who I feel has probably been one of the most biggest FPL trolls of the entire game. Not even just this season, but he's always trolling us, um, Zaha. But yeah, he managed to get the winner right at the end, which was nice. Uh, nice if you're a Crystal Palace fan. It's great to see Eze back. Um, he obviously took his chance really, really well. Southampton managed to get on the clean sheet, um, managed to get on the score sheet again. And James Ward-Prowse has managed to get some more points. I feel like a lot of people had him in the team and then they took him out and then he's just been smashing it ever since. So yeah, shout out to you if you hung out, if you hung out and you hung on to uh, James Ward-Prowse and you still got him in your own team. Um, but yeah, again, there's so many midfielders that we can be targeting that I don't know if I'd be going there, James Ward-Prowse. Um, and we're going to talk about them throughout the rest of this video. But for the double in 36, we're not going to be wanting to bring in any Southampton players, are we? Um, because there's so many teams that are doubling and, and do look great. So, yeah, both of these teams, I'm not going to spend too much time talking about them from a knee-jerk perspective. I'm staying away from them. We all know what Zaha is capable of, but the minute that we bring him into our team, you know he's just going to do nothing. Um and yeah, I'm not going to be bringing in any Southampton players this week or any Crystal Palace players this week. Um, let me know down in the comments if you think I'm wrong, though. And if you and if you are actually eyeing up someone like James Ward-Prowse. But I would I would probably stay away from them for now. And let's just move on to the next fixture, all right? Which is going to be Watford against Burnley. So yeah, this was this was a very interesting one because, of course... Watford were winning for a long time. I know loads of people um, had a little bit of a dilemma between their two goalkeepers. I saw a lot of it on uh, FPL Twitter as well. Um, and I was in the same predicament whether to start Foster or Kasper Schmeichel. I went with Schmeichel. 
Both of them conceded anyway, so it doesn't really matter. But it did look at one point like Foster was going to keep a clean sheet. It really, really did. Um, and he made quite a few good saves too. But yeah, Burnley turned it around. Dying moments. They are still, uh, <laughs> they're still in it. Still going to be giving us some nice entertainment for the end of the season. Um, but they're a team that I'm not, again, going to be br r rushing to bring in any players. And Watford as well. Watford, of course, do have their double. Loads of people are going to have Foster on their bench if they're going to be bench boosting. He's going to be one of the 15 players, um, which I, you can't argue with that. I mean, he's nice and cheap and cheerful. So if you are going for a bench boost, Foster's probably a guy um, in in on your bench for your goalkeeping position. But other than that, I'm not really that interested. I'm not really that interested in Watford players. I'm not really that interested in Burnley players. Dennis at a cheap price yes if you're bench boosting and maybe you need to bring someone in but for my own team no chance Dennis is not coming back to my team at any point like the, the scars are still there I'm emotional about this <laughs> all right he's not coming back so yeah I'm staying clear of Watford staying clear of Burnley unless we're just talking about cheap keepers like Foster that can just sit on the bench and give us some nice bench boost options let's move on to the next fixture which of course is Wolves against Brighton and I just don't know what's going on here what is going on with Wolves like they've been a team that we could rely on in FPL for some clean sheets um they never used to concede many goals and they've just I don't know what is going on over there I, I really don't know on the other side Brighton look really really good I mean this is another game now where they've managed to score a few goals um Trossard still looks dangerous Basuma's goal was amazing McAllister scored a penalty he also missed a penalty as well um so yeah, maybe if you do still have Saar, then you manage to get some some points there. But I don't know. I don't know. If I would I be would I be bringing in any Wolves players? No. Like I just said at the start of this fixture, they've just, they've been terrible. So yeah, I wouldn't be eyeing up any Wolves players. And would I be bringing in any Brighton players? Probably not as well. So with that in mind, yeah, shout out to Brighton. Keep doing some great stuff. Um, Trossard, you're probably maybe. A person that we're going to eye up for next season if you're still there. But yeah, going into game week 36, I'm not really that interested. The team that I am interested in is the next fixture, which is, of course, Manchester City. So it just comes down to the crystal ball. Like I'm looking around, trying to find the crystal ball. If we knew the players that Pep was going to be starting every game, then, of course, we would, we would just load our teams up with Manchester City players. So there are so many people that we can talk about here. We can talk about Phil Foden. We can talk about Kevin De Bruyne, who has obviously now had a rest. We can talk about Gabriel Jesus. Um, we've obviously got Mares and we've got Sterling as well. And then we've got Cancelo, who is in pretty much all of our teams. And he's, he's going to be someone who just is so template, but needs to be in there. And then we've got the defenders as well. So yeah, as I say, if we knew which of these guys were going to be starting, then of course, you and I both know, we'd be loading up our teams with them. But because we don't know who's going to be playing in the double for 36 for Manchester City, and we can pretty much guarantee that there's going to be some heavy rotation there, it's a very interesting dilemma. So yeah, if we just talk about the fixture for a second, Ake scored a goal. Um, Jesus managed to managed to get another one. So yeah, now he is just very, very hot. We are all now looking at Jesus. Maybe he is now the answer to all of our forward problems that we have had. But then on the flip side, 
how many more games is he going to be getting? Because if he does look like he is in Pep's strongest team, then he's going to want to save that for the Champions League, right? So this is just the dilemma. Then we've got Rodri, we've got Fernandinho, who we're not going to be bringing in our team. But what a strike, by the way, if you haven't managed to catch that goal yet. Make sure you go and check that out at some point. But the guy that I love most here is Phil Foden. Mainly because he's still nice and, well, I say cheap, but affordable. We were just talking about Coutinho. And remember, I kept saying that there's going to be loads of midfielders that we can bring in instead of him. Foden is that guy. Um, and of course, we, we don't expect him to play both of the games. But how many players are going to be playing both of the games in game week 36 from the big clubs? Not many of them, because a lot of them have got either Champions League or FA Cup or other things to worry about. Um, so if we're talking about like Liverpool and City... Foden is probably the best midfielder around that price range that we can that we can depend on, right? Because he's going to play at least one full game, we hope. Um, so yeah, the more I'm talking about it, the more I want to I will actually want to bring him into my own team. Um, and maybe that is a case. I will show you my team at the end of the video. Um, but yeah, four 0 Manchester City. If we're talking about differentials or knee jerky decisions, then of course. Jay Zeus is probably that guy. Um, but yeah, let me know down in the comments below. Are you going to be bringing in or have you already brought in Gabriel Jesus? Um, or do you feel like we're better suited to bring in someone like a Phil Foden? Are you going to change your team around now and get in someone like Kevin De Bruyne? Because he had that rest and we now know that he's pretty much going to be playing for the rest of the season now. Kevin De Bruyne doesn't sit out for that that long. So, yeah, once he has had a rest, we can assume that that does mean he's now going to go on the run and continue to play the rest of the season. So, yeah, we'll keep an eye on that. But let me know down in the comments which Man City player, if any, you're going to be bringing in for game week 36. And then let's move on to the next fixture. The ones from Sunday, um, starting with Everton and Chelsea. The shock result of the day nobody really saw this coming was Everton beating Chelsea yeah um so yeah there's there's a lot to talk about here both of these teams obviously do have some great doubles in game week 36 so there's going to be a lot of players that in both of these teams that we're going to be eyeing up and wanting to bring into into our squads for game week 36 so if I start with Everton the ones that I'm most attracted to bringing in are Gordon and Richarlison so I just feel like Richarlison, even before this goal, I was talking about him in the last knee-jerk video that we did and on my own channel um, with like the transfer tips and stuff, saying that Richarlison is probably going to be the go-to striker that we want for game week 36 and for 37. And I really, really do believe that. I might, I might die on this hill, but <laughs> I really do want to get him in the team. Um, and I feel like he's probably the best option, especially now that Everton have got so much to play for and fight for. Um, to have in our teams the next one is Gordon again because he is nice and cheap he's like what something like 4.8 or 4.4.6 at the time of recording anyway I'm not really sure but you can check that for yourselves but we know he's nice and cheap and we know that he's he's someone that we can get to by all means we know that he's going to play both games um, and we assume that that's going to be the case with Richardson as well Pickford what a game as well he had um against Chelsea there so maybe you're feeling like you need a new keeper or maybe you're on a free hit and you want to and you want to gamble with a different keeper and you want to go a little bit different um Pickford doesn't look like a bad choice if you are playing your free hit in 36 as well but yeah if we're talking about Everton players 
the ones that I'm, I'm that are on my watch list here are Gordon and Richardson. Um, and if we're talking about the Chelsea boys, this is going to be really interesting. I think Alonso is probably the guy that we want because he's nice and cheap and he's so attacking. And we've seen that in the last few game weeks. James, of course, is equally as attacking, but was just I'm still not confident with how many games and how much rotation he's going to get because yeah, he does have quite a lot of competition there. And then we come to the midfielders. So I'm just I'm very very doubtful that Mount and Havertz are going to be playing both of these games. Like, do you do you are you confident with that? Do you feel like Mount and Havertz is going to be playing both of these fixtures? I don't think you do. Let me know down in the comments if you do. So I feel like we're only going to be able to go with one of them. If you did bring in some in your wild card or something like that, like I did, I managed to bring in Havertz and Mount. Um, and yeah, I'm going to probably be taking one of them out in the hope that, you know, the one that I, I don't take out and the one that I keep plays more minutes and plays more games and scores more points, of course, like we do in FPL. I think Werner can maybe make way um, for maybe someone like Richarlison, if that's like your, if that's your enabler there um, or your go-to there, then yeah, I wouldn't think that's a bad move because we can pretty much guarantee that Richarlison is going to be playing both of those games. We don't know if Werner, if we can say the same about him. Um, so yeah, quite a lot to think about there when we're talking about the Chelsea players because of course it, it, it's a little bit like the Man City fixtures that we were just talking about and the, that predicament there. It's Tuchel roulette. How many of these guys are going to be playing when Chelsea have got so much other things to play for, especially with Europe, um, especially with the other competitions, not Europe, um, with the FA Cup, which I think is just a few days after one of the fixtures. So a lot to think about there. Let me know down in the comments if you're going to be sticking with any of your Chelsea defend um, Chelsea players, or if you're going to be bringing in any of your Chelsea any more Chelsea boys. Are you going to be crazy enough to maybe bring in Havertz? Maybe you haven't even got him in your team and you've got Mount and you want to bring them both in. Let me know down in the comments below. And let's move on to the fixture that made me the most happy, that made me the most sober, that helped me with my hangover when I was on the way back on the train from Manchester. And that is, of course, Spurs against Leicester. So we all pretty much, well, a lot of us predicted that Spurs was going to actually now pick the form back up score some goals against Leicester because Leicester of course have had a lot of fixtures to play for um, and yeah we knew that there was going to be resting quite a few players and stuff like that whereas Tottenham are just fighting for that top four position so yeah two goals from the genius that has been my player of the season which is Son. Harry Kane also lit it up as well. Kuliseski started on the bench came on and managed to get two assists but we have to say can't take much credit for that for that second assist because that goal from Son, oh my goodness. If you haven't seen it, make sure you go and check that out at some point. He's just the the form that he that this guy is in and the way that he's playing, he is playing phenomenal. So if you are on a free hit for game week 36, he's probably going to be one of the first people that you put in your team. And I do not blame you for that. The fixtures do look quite tricky for Spurs, but the way that they're playing at the moment. I know they just had a couple of games where they managed to not even have record a shot on target. But yeah, there's only so long you can keep Spurs like the likes of Kane and Son quiet and Kulusevski. So looks like they found their form again based on that result. Son's going to be the guy that we all want to bring in now, especially after that goal. Like Once you've seen it, if you haven't already, then yeah, you're going to agree with me. Um, so yeah, Son, Kane, Kulusevski. I'm happy with all of those guys. The Leicester boys... 
are probably I'm going to stay away from them just because of all of that rotation. Like we saw it in the last couple of games, we, we're getting rotation, we're getting rest from like Barnes and Madison and all sorts of business going on there. So yeah, I'm going to be staying clear of the Leicester boys unless it's just going to be someone like Kasper Schmeichel. No problems there. Um, we do want to have some Spurs guys if we're going to be free hitting or bench boosting. Um, and yeah, if you can get to Son, if you can get to Kane, then they're going to be the, the number one and two. If you want someone a little bit cheaper, then of course it's still going to be Kuluseski. And I'm not that interested in that de in their defence. And let's move on to the last fixture of the game week, which of course was Arsenal against West Ham. Sorry, West Ham fans. I really did expect Arsenal to come away with a victory here. Um, even though at times, like watching the game, it could it could have really gone either way, couldn't it? But before the game, we knew that West Ham had some problems and their defence was a little bit of a makeshift one. And yeah, they've been playing a lot of minutes recently, obviously in other competitions. Um, so we did expect Arsenal to score a few goals in this fixture. Um and of course, yeah, they and of course they came from the players that we didn't expect them to come from. So yeah, those of us with Saka um, still managed to get an assist. Martinelli got an assist as well. Um, but yeah, we, no one really could have predicted that Holden and Gabriel were going to be the ones that got the goals. Bowen is still scoring goals as well. Um, so yeah, he's very much going to be a person that we're eyeing up for next season when we're picking our teams. If he's still at West Ham, which you know we pretty much assume he will be. He's very much going to be there as well. Um, but yeah, if we're talking about Arsenal players, for the knee jerky jerky, um, Saka's going to be my number one. Martinelli, of course, is now rotating with Smith-Rowe and we're not really sure what's going on there. But then Nketiah has now started the last couple of games. So yeah, it looks like his minutes are going to keep going up. Um, and for his price, it might just be worth keeping him in the team. So yeah, I'll show you my team in just a sec. But I may be thinking about bring, taking someone like Puki out now instead of Nketiah to getting someone like Rich Harrison. But yeah, let me know, as I say, down in the comments below, what will you be doing in game week 36? Which of these guys are you going to be bringing in from the Arsenal team? I know obviously you're going to have at least one of them, right? Especially if you're using your bench boost or your free hit. It's got to be done. Just before I sign out and I hand over... To the rest of the guys um, for the rest of your videos today on Fantasy Football Scout. I'm just going to show you my team really, really quickly just to show you exactly what is going down and what I'm doing. So, yeah, Son was obviously the hero of the game week who came away. Let's look at that, 38 points. Look, I just want to squeeze his little cheeks. Well done, Son. Um, he pretty much just saved the game week. Ollie Watkins is there as well with nine points. Shout out to him and to Robertson who kept a clean sheet as well. So, yeah, now you can see my dilemma for game week 36 because I will be um, using my bench boost and pressing that button so I'm probably going to be getting rid of one of the Chelsea boys I'm wanting to bring in someone like a Foden um, or one of the Arsenal boys maybe a Saka or something like that and of course Rich Arlison I really do want to get him in the team seems like a sideways move to take out someone like Pookie and then bring in Rich Arlison but Pookie's not got as much to play for now so the logic is there right the logic is there um i do have two free transfers as well to use so yeah keep an eye keep an eye out um maybe follow me if you're not already um on twitter come and hit me up loads of interaction going on there fantasy football fpl of the day that is the hashtag that is the handle go and have a little look um, and come and check me out and let's get involved with some chitty chatter and some conversation and there we go that's pretty much it so let me know as always down in the comments what you are doing all right for game week 36 
what players do you agree with? What players do you disagree with? Are you going to be bringing in Son because he's absolutely amazing? Um, or do you feel like you missed the boat and it's a little bit too late now? Let me know down in the comments below. And as always, if you haven't already, please do come and check me out on my YouTube channel, FPL of the day. And let me know your thoughts on my latest video there as well with the ultimate game week 36 guide and the free hit guide there too. Okay, I'll see you on the next one. Hopefully, loads of green arrows for you and good luck, all right?